0: I am proud of our
3: entire team in the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. We cannot prosecute our way out of social inequalities, income inequalities, the unhoused, the desperation that we have. Income inequalities, social inequalities, and the unhoused. That is the Los Angeles County District Attorney listing what he perceives are the things he's supposed to achieve as the district attorney. That is just bizarre. Uh, he's one of many around the country that have quietly been elected here, there, and everywhere and utterly turned our criminal justice system upside down. You want to look at the surging crime rates and the smashing and grabs and the murder rates and the rest of it? You're getting a clue why right there. He didn't even talk about crime. <laughs> uh, let's uh, stay in LA for the moment. This is the sheriff Alex Villanueva and George Gascon with a little back and forth cat fight. Thirty. I cannot see him, um, you know, doing a one eighty and saying, "Well, that was a bad idea." No, he's going to double down on stupid. My dad used to
4: say that uh, when you wrestle with a pig.
3: You both get muddy and the pig likes it. <laughs> okay, And that's not pig in terms of using the term as to law enforcement. Yeah, that is the cut rate bond villain George Gascon using unfair fortunate metaphor. That's actually one of my favorite sayings. Abe Lincoln was fond of that when I'm told, but um, so I'm not going to feign outrage over that. Just a poor choice of words. Meanwhile, in Chicago, you got uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, 32.
5: I'm disappointed that they're not
3: doing more to take safety uh, and make it a priority. She's talking about the businesses of Chicago. It's their fault that they're getting robbed constantly. You know, I grew up in Chicagoland. I spent a tremendous amount of time downtown in the city. I've walked up and down Michigan Avenue, looked in those stores that I couldn't afford anything for most of my life, um, and uh, I'm, I'm searching my memory. Nope, don't recall them boarded up, barred windows, armed guards to keep the mobs from smashing and grabbing, Lori. So I don't think it's anything the businesses did. Now we've got a couple of different reports on a couple of different people, including this Rachel Rollins character, who is uh, was just appointed the U.S. attorney for her district by Joe Biden. A couple of things are getting attention lately. Number one, she had a run-in with some TV reporters who wanted to ask her questions, uh, and they they went to her neighborhood. And and she took uh, umbrage at that because she didn't want any attention on where she lived, even though it's public record. I do have some sympathy for that. Being a public figure these days is a little scary. There are a lot of nut jobs getting together on the Internet and plotting all sorts of uh, ugliness. But what's really notable about this gal is, uh, number one, her history, but number two, she invoked people's race over and over again she was really big on some white girl or i see a white man and she obviously is just brimming with racial hatred um i mean for instance uh, give me clip 35 there
5: i will say as one of less than one percent of actual people with melanin that are in this role i
3: really don't have much um time for more
4: white men telling me what communities of color need.
3: Yay! And in clip 39, she uh, reacts last year to the riots in the
5: area. And it is completely ironic to have to say to you,
4: please don't be violent. Please keep your voice down. Please be silent and comply with all of the police's requirements when in fact it's those very people that murder us with impunity
3: the idea that anybody asked anybody to please be silent is absolutely hilarious the entirety of the media corporate america everybody shouted from the highest mountain they could find about racial justice and George Floyd and poured money into the Marxist uh, Black Lives Matter, and everybody was going nuts. Who exactly was saying, please be silent? They were saying, please don't burn down a business I've spent my life building. And that includes a hell of a lot of business owners of color, Rachel, by the way. Boy, that's the mark of a liar. That's the mark of a a fraud artist. When, When she goes from... You know, it's the Mott and Bailey thing. She goes from the castle of people are mad. Okay, I get that. Some of it's been whipped up artificially. Some of it not. Uh Two, they're asking us not to riot. True. They're asking us. They're telling us to remain silent. Wait, whoa, 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 what? Where did we just get to? What are you talking about? So this woman is a radical activist. Tucker Carlson uh, yesterday was talking about some of her philosophies in terms of criminal
5: justice. Clip 36, Michael. When she was elected DA in Boston, Rollins promised not to enforce the law. She claimed that ignoring the law would somehow make Suffolk County safer. It's not an exaggeration. Rollins announced a list of 15 offenses, at least she was explicit about it, that henceforth she would refuse to prosecute. Those offenses included trespassing, shoplifting, breaking and entering, wanton destruction of property, drug possession with intent to distribute drug dealing, and resisting arrest. Breaking
3: and entering? No longer prosecuted. What do you think that's going to do to your quality of life, my friends? If she is in charge of law enforcement there. And then one more clip from Tucker38, please. Let's talk about what the
5: results might be, or were. How did this all work out in Suffolk County, Massachusetts? Well, last year, murders there were up more than 50%. It turns out it's not just theft that Rachel Rollins has been refusing to prosecute. Violent offenses, too. In one case, chronicled by the ordinarily very sympathetic Boston Globe, quote, a lawyer was attacked while walking her dog in Charlestown and suffered a traumatic brain injury that she's still recovering from more than two years later. Yet Rachel Rollins' prosecutors cut a deal with her attacker that allowed him to avoid prison time. So you beat a woman almost to death and they let you off. Rachel Rollins does. In another case that the Boston Globe reported on, quote, Rachel Rollins' prosecutors shocked a judge by asking for no bail, no time in a case involving a burglary suspect who was caught breaking into buildings with 39 fake credit cards in his pocket. End quote. So you have to ask yourself, why are Rachel Rollins' prosecutors cutting all these deals? Of course, because Rachel Rollins told them to. She believes that violence and theft should be legal as long as the people committing those crimes are the right color. That is absolutely correct. It's shocking. And she was just appointed to a
3: high federal position by Joseph R. Biden. Just absolutely nuts. Then you got a number of stories out of New York City. Formerly an amazing model of a safe, big American city rapidly degenerating did you hear about the burning of the fox news christmas tree the other day it's it's not literally a tree it's it's made up to look like a tree it's it's gigantic um and it's one of several christmas tree burnings that have happened lately last i checked christmas trees are a religious symbol now maybe they're not always a religious symbol uh, maybe, you know, it's just folks who like celebrating Christmas and they don't particularly practice Christianity, but um, there have been quite a, a rash of them around, various protesters and and, and angry rabble-rousers and crazy people. And it, were it any other religious symbol, even like tangentially related to Judaism, uh, to Islam, whatever, and people were going around burning them down, there would be an enormous outcry. In the liberal media, but I haven't heard much at all. So they found the guy who did it, allegedly. 49 year old Craig Taman- Tamanaha. Well, he, so he, he, he committed an act of arson. And, and the uh, monetary value of the arson is, is well into six figures, okay? And they let him go immediately as charges were not eligible for bail under new liberal reform laws. I didn't do it, he shouted to reporters. Asked about an early morning arson that caused about a half million dollars in damage in midtown Manhattan. The building that houses Fox News, Wall Street Journal, and the New York Post. Half million dollar arson in Manhattan. And they just turn you right right loose. Well, that's because his le- record was clean. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tamanaha, a vagrant with a lengthy rap sheet, who is known to police... Went on an incoherent rant outside the courthouse, denied the arson, hurled obscenities at reporters before asking them for a cigarette. The suspect was hit with a slew of misdemeanor charges, including arson, criminal mischief, reckless endangerment, criminal trespass for allegedly sitting the, setting the 50-foot artificial tree uh, on fire. Assistant DA Matthew Bailey said in arraignment that the uh, suspect was not charged with a bail-eligible offense. By the way, he's crazy. He's a drug drug addict. He's an arsonist. He beats people. He's he's a madman.
1: Armstrong
5: and Getty. Jack
0: Armstrong and Joe Getty. On a personal the, don't get right. brazen
3: with me. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Smash and grab and or mob robberies across America. It's been heaviest in. California, probably, but man, Minneapolis, really wherever blue states and blue cities are, Chicago was, was ravaged. That didn't get nearly the attention because the media is so focused on the coasts. I mean, the East Coast, like 70%, the West Coast, 25%, and the other 98% of the country gets 5% of the attention. But yeah, Chicago got absolutely hammered, um, by these, by these robberies. And even the WAPO is having to, um, concede that There are several factors, including a shortage of security guards. Well, uh, you know, when I grew up, which was not 150 years ago, you didn't need any security guards. Uh, You might have had an undercover guy. who would keep an eye on suspicious-looking people. But reluctance by police and prosecutors to pursue shoplifting offenses and the growing use of social media as an organizational tool. Well, I appreciate you at least conceding that it's happening, unlike that empty-headed AOC, but you left out the fact that in Cal Unicornia, for instance, they decriminalized crime below a certain level. And and you can – I actually had somebody ask me this the other day. As a friend who, who lives in another state texted me and said, if you steal $949 worth of stuff in California, which is $1 below what it would take to be a felony, and then you come back and do it again tomorrow, that makes it a felony, right? I said, no, 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 no. no. It's each incident weighed separately. So you could literally store or steal $949 from a store – Every single day for the next ten and a half years. And at no point would it be felonious. You know, unless it turns out to be part of a conspiracy, something like that. Don't get all lawyerly on me. But he was like, what? Really? Seriously? Yeah, of course. And then, and then, even when you can hammer these people, according to the now bizarre twisted laws, the activist DAs in L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, St. Louis new york they won't press those charges gosh there was a case did you hear about this a guy this guy's easy he's a bum he's a junkie he's beat down several people they just let him go all the time he beats down two women they let him go again i mean if you thought violent crime got you into, uh, stuck in a hoose cow, think again not in your progressive cities but anyway at least the uh, the uh, liberal media is conceding that this stuff happens. They're misdiagnosing some of the problems. But um, they do get into the fact that, like, the, the uh, CEO of Best Buy is saying, we're having trouble hiring people because it's so scary. It's traumatizing. It's unacceptable. Everybody knows they're at risk of getting bear sprayed or hit with a crowbar or whatever. If they even, like, physically accidentally get in the way of the mob, they mentioned the role of social media and all this that they're organizing online they're not they're not people who know each other necessarily it's not a gang in the conventional sense they get together on social media and decide they're going to do this it's like remember when a flash mob was people in the food court of a uh, of a, a mall would sing Handel's Messiah together well now they're instead it's you rush into a store and steal everything and terrify the employees
5: smash smash Smash! So
3: this has actually been yeah. going on. Yeah, this has actually been going on for a while. It was convenience stores for the longest time. It would be predominantly groups of black youth would get together. They would sweep into a convenience store. They would laugh. They would yell. They would empty the shelves and then sweep on out again. And this happened a fair amount, but it didn't get that much attention. Maybe because it wasn't you know Burberry and Bloomingtons and 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 it was Yves Saint Laurent or or Walgreens, which is a giant you know chain. Um, so it didn't get much attention, but the, the, the Overton window of what you can do and what you can get away with has just grown and grown and grown to the point that now middle America has realized, oh my God, look what's happening. This is horrific. Crime has become uh rampant and, and we can't have it anymore. But when you have a cultural norm and that's what we're dealing with here, this is not, you know, as simple as, as mathematics. These, the culture is is a squishy thing, but the culture says not only can you get away with the crime, but there are aspects of our culture, you know, sections of our culture telling you you should get away with the crime because you've been cheated by the system or white supremacy or the man or whatever. Uh Let's see. What's, uh, there's one more thing. There was a clip I wanted to play. Uh, oh, my gosh, that's right. Um. This is uh, Jonathan Hunter Fox News talking about Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, in clip 41. You're not going to believe this is real.
0: In Chicago, a city also recently beset by smash-and-grab robberies, Mayor Lori Lightfoot implied this week the onus is on the stores. I'm disappointed that they're not
3: doing more to take safety uh, and make it a priority. Holy crap. Wow. Um, used to be they kept the doors open. People come in, not steal, pay for what they bought and leave like times a 100 billion, like all the time. Virtually, that's the only thing that ever happened in a store. And now you have gangs of marauding thieves with no fear of prosecution, stealing everything. And you think it's on the store, you lunatic. That was so crazy. Even Jen Psaki rejected the notion. 42. We
4: don't agree. We have seen some of these extremely video uh, extremely disturbing videos showing retail thefts and both major retailers as well as state and local leaders like Governor Newsom have identified this as a serious concern. We agree. Uh that's the reason why we have um sent additional support
3: yeah, at the point you get uh, Lion Gavi Newsom to admit it's a huge problem, and even some of the progressive prosecutors say we have to do something about this. At least the legal ship has turned the the cops and courts part of it has begun to turn, which needs to happen. But the cultural aspect of it, the currents that the ship of state rides on, how long will it take to turn those currents? How many prosecutions? How many jailings? How long will it be until certain communities at least say, no, you shouldn't do that. It's a bad idea. Never mind saying it's wrong and immoral to be a thief. Man, that could take years, decades, generations. I don't know. Stay tuned.
4: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point um,
3: of personal privilege. Yes. I can handle things! I'm
2: smart! <laughs> Is Armstrong and
3: Getty pretty damn
0: cool? He is Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Mr. President, it is an honor and, of course,
4: a pleasure to be here at this time of challenge and with the coronavirus, financial insecurity for families, natural disasters, and more. Our country could not be more could not be better served than with his most experienced, capable hands than yours, President Biden. Okay.
2: He's just perfect.
3: Wow, the awards ceremony down at the old folks' home. The resident of the year, Joe Biden, celebrated by 97-year-old Nancy Pelosi in a near-coherent say- tribute. Did she
0: say you're just perfect? Is that yes. what she said at the end? Yes. Does this sound perfect to you? Get ready, Bal. You're gonna in for a problem. Oh boy! Get ready, Bal. You're gonna in for a problem. Get ready, gonna... Bal. You're I'm gonna in for a problem. T- Tried to cut the
3: line at the uh the, the Jello counter. <laughs> there at the home. And great Graham POTUS threatened to uh, bust his chops.
4: Get ready,
0: Bal. You're gonna in for a problem. An aging corn pop was going to attempt to get the last slab of green jello. And Joe Biden said, you no, know you ain't get ready, Bell. Right. And corn pop was a bad dude. Um, so uh, on the topic we finished up uh, last segment with, I want to fill in a little of that. So we got this text. Listening to the conversation about exercise and metabolism while on the treadmill. Hard enough to exercise without you guys telling me it has no impact on my weight. Damn it, you guys. You're the reason I'm fat. Well, I don't know if you are fat, but evolution and biology are the reasons we're all fat, modern lifestyle and all that sort of thing. But uh, we know that if you lose weight, your body's metabolism go drops to burn fewer calories. If you're 10 pounds lighter than you were a month ago, your body is burning fewer calories at rest to try to get you to gain those 10 pounds back. That's depressing. Well, this latest information, and they got it in the New York Times. It's a study around the TV show The Biggest Loser, and this is a decades-long study. Lots of people. Exercisers, in fact, showed the greatest relative declines in their resting metabolic rates over people that did not exercise. So the people that are exercising, their bodies go into another level of DEFCON 1 around, oh, my God, we've got to get this weight back up, and we're burning lots of uh calories exercising, so we got to drop it even further. Wow. It's
3: What's just, it going to take? To evolve out of this, I mean, as I said earlier, all your body recognizes is trends. It doesn't recognize starting points and end points. I mean, if you go from 440 pounds to 400 pounds, your body reacts like you went from 160 to 120.
0: All it cares about is that you've lost a lot of weight. Aruga, aruga. This idea around the exercise thing grew out of a 2012 study showing that Highly active hunter gatherers in Tanzania burn about the same relative number of calories every day as the rest of us who don't chase antelope around all day every day. They went in to figure out why the tribes people's bodies were automatically compensating for the calories that they burned while hunting for food by decreasing their physiological activities. So they would kind of half jog most of the day and not burn any more calories than those of us who don't exercise even close to the same amount wow that's crazy that's
3: crazy now i will interject again that there are many advantages to exercising that have nothing to do with weight just makes you stronger fit or good for your heart your lungs it'll keep you alive longer it'll strengthen your bones there are just so many reasons to do it but Let's Depression. face it, I, you, everybody. Yeah, that's right. It's great for your emotional health. I'm glad you said that. But I, you, everybody always thinks, yeah, and I'll lose some weight too. Well, y- and you might, just not as much as you'd hope.
0: <laughs> no. It's, uh, yeah, well, I, so at the very end of the article, man, I read this very, very long article and it seemed to me that they were trying to like give you a ray of sunshine at the end because it didn't really quite fit in with the data that they'd laid out previously. But, um, of the people from the biggest loser that did keep the weight off, the people that exercised tended to have better luck than the ones who didn't. But who knows what else goes along with some of that. Um, in general, I would say my takeaway is it's got to be about what you eat. You can't count on exercise to be the thing that's going to make you lose weight or keep it off. You got to, you got to, you got to, I, I have to concentrate on the stuff I'm jamming in my pie hole. Hopefully, not pie. Because you can't go for a run and expect that that's going to be the answer.
3: Right. And especially as you get older, your joints will never put up with it. Well, you just keep keep exercising moderately. Eat smart and do your best. Eat smart. You eat smart.
0: (laughs) I still got a gallbladder. (laughs) I wonder when I'll finally have the guts to eat something big and greasy and cheesy. Right now, I've got the feeling like... Like, I'm hungry right now. If you put a piece of pizza in front of me, I'd be, ooh, get away, get away. Mm. My body is just saying no, because I went big that last night before I had my gallbladder attack. Yeah. Big plate of potatoes, tons of butter on it, salt and pepper. It was so good. But I was screaming in pain a couple hours later and in an ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, it was a fine meal. Other than that, it was great. I don't know if I'll have the guts to eat a big piece of pizza ever again. I don't know. No guts to fill your guts. Maybe not. Well, that's all right. You can live a happy life without it. Oh, yeah, sure. It'd probably be good for me.
3: Yeah, probably so. Man, so many things I want to get to this week, and we're just not going to get to them probably. I mean, you had uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut, the stolen valor guy. You remember him? Uh, He actually appeared with a communist organization for their awards ceremony. The Connecticut Communist Party Awards Ceremony. Um, just unbelievable. And at some point he said, now I might not agree with everything, blah, 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 but it's an honor to be here. Really excited and honor to be with you. Ah, uh, you need not agree with every organization An honor to order the three or honor the three award winners, blah, blah, blah. Dick Blumenthal is, is a waste of skin. He's terrible. A waste we- of skin. Well, that's a, that's a criticism. We mentioned earlier that Mayor London Breed of San Francisco after cutting 120 million dollars from the various police budgets has done a complete reverse of course and is now cracking down on crime, begging the cops to do more, hiring more cops, asking for emergency funding to fund the cops, it's uh, fund the cops, it's unbelievable. Leah Thomas, the UPenn transgender swimmer, who's breaking all the records and beating all of her teammates. Now, it turns out her teammates don't like it a bit. The school's telling them, shut up. And the coach is telling them, shut up. But they're speaking out. A couple of them did an interview with OutKick.com saying, uh, this is terrible, it's humiliating. No matter how hard we work, how hard we train, we'll never win again. And for some reason, they resent that, just because this gal was a guy until a year ago or two years, whatever. Denver Area so, Elementary School planning a families of color playground night in the name of equity that's right racially segregated playgrounds in the name of racial harmony
0: yeah i saw that somebody did a good side by side picture from uh jim crow 60s of w- blacks only and whites only water fountains and then a uh picture of the um the sign there at the school talking about the coloreds only what term? What term? BIPOC are they in? People, that's funny. I just use "coloreds," which is the sort of thing that can get you fired. People of color, is right? The preferred term. Uh, yes. People of color playground. And how is that a step forward and not a step backwards? To well, it is. same
3: people recognize that racism is racism, even if Ibram X Kendi is pushing it and Robin DeAngelo, that God. merchant of horse s fraud.
0: How do you explain to your little kid? Why? No, you can't play in that group because you're the wrong color. In you the name of, this of racism. Wow, that's so horrible.
3: Yeah, yeah, I know. It is. It's absolutely inexcusable. Uh, Latino Votes. This is a Democratic polling firm reporting that 4 in 10 Latinos who voted in 2020 are concerned about Democrats embracing socialism. Forty percent and growing rapidly. And among Latinos who who crossed the line to vote uh, Republican, 71 percent of those folks were concerned about Democrats embracing socialism or leftist politics. So Latinos, Hispanic folks are heading right as fast as they can, which is really interesting. And then they also go into the poll that only 2% of U.S. Hispanics use the term Latinx and 20 times as many resent it. So, nice job, woke, white suburbanites in alienating Latinos. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hispanic folks are, to a very large extent, hardworking, religious, family-revering, good people who will vote for American principles and policies.
0: And, And welcome, my friends. Welcome to conservatism. That'll be an interesting thing to watch over the coming years.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: I'm Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty, we're the Armstrong and Getty Show. Are you tired of gulping down the lying
3: filth of the mainstream media? Yeah, we are too. We try to tell you the truth every single day.
0: Gulping down lying filth. Wow. Nobody wants to sound dumb. Our goal is to help you not sound dumb. We'll inform you and it'll be fun at the same time. You don't have to choose between entertainment and information. Combine them both with the Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty on Demand, four episodes available every day via the iHeartRadio app or wherever you download your podcasts. We've been talking a lot about this uh district attorney in LA, George Gascone, who is a weirdo. I mean, he's not only politically weird, I think he's just like a weirdo. He's, he's Arnold,
3: a strange ranger, no doubt. Uh, San Franciscans yeah. know him and remembering him, remember him for bringing widespread property crime and bums and junkies and ruin to that wonderful city.
0: But his current thing is he prohibits prosecutors in his office from staffing parole hearings. It's his job. It's the job of the DA's office to go to parole hearings and stand up for the victims of crime and argue for why the criminal should stay in jail. Because the the criminal has a lawyer provided by the taxpayer to argue for why they should get out. Gascon has prohibited his prosecutors from going and staffing the parole hearings. So somebody who committed some sort of horrible, violent crime against you or your family, now they have a parole hearing. He'll hide the fact that the parole hearing is even going on and then not staff the rebuttal, so that hopefully the guy will get out. What? So just a blanket amnesty? Doesn't matter that on a case by case basis. I mean, come on, Gascon. You got to recognize that in some cases, just obviously the person needs to stay in jail. No, 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 no. Just a blanket. We're not going to fight any of them. That's nuts. Right. A, a sociopathic
3: serial rapist is about to get out. Every prison test, every psychology uh, psychologist examination has said, "Oh my God, yeah, he's still a danger to the humans, uh, the, the people." In, in spite of his sentence being over, they won't even send an advocate for the victims in the state. Won't even send it. And the system, the parole hearing system, the, the parole board—they're neutral, you know, fair-minded arbiters. At least theoretically, they expect the defense attorney to say he's a model citizen, he's completely reformed, he wants to go help, uh, you know, orphans get their. Uh, Advanced degrees, and then the prosecution's going to come in and say no the guy's still for instance a sociopathic rapist and and we think he's a danger to society and we want you to be very careful about this well part of that that half of that equation's been
0: yanked now at least in la county well so this homicide detective in la last name mccarthy i came across this story he's decided to try to help out the the victims and um even though the L.A. Sheriff's Department has 4,500 unsolved cases and new tips coming in every single day. This homicide detective has decided to take a lot of his time to try to fill the void left by George Giscone. In the past, McCarthy says, the D.A. would always go to these parole hearings. Now it's up to us to help out the family because if we don't help them, there's no one. They're out on an island ignorant of the process. They don't know what to do, so we stepped in to help. A 2008 California constitutional amendment states that prosecutors shall assist and represent victims at parole hearings. That's the law, which has been very solid and effective policy in L.A. since the early 70s. That's the law. It doesn't Gascogne's say may, complete, it says shall. Gascone's complete abandonment of victims at parole hearings is unprecedented and breathtaking, said uh, a guy who, who standing up for the law. Uh, The relatives of murder victims are left to fend for themselves against murderers of the loved ones and their defense attorneys who are funded by taxpayers. Absolutely amazing. America saw the glaring results of this policy back in August when Sirhan Sirhan, you'll remember this story, was granted parole for the murder of Robert F. Kennedy. He was housed in San Diego County Prison, where a stunned district attorney there openly criticized the lack of victim representation at the parole hearing. Now, they were able to get that turnaround, and he ended up staying in. But originally, he was granted parole because of the fact that Gascon does not believe in even making an attempt to keep these people in. Yeah, violating I saw- the state constitution.
3: I know. Well, he has no respect for the Constitution. He's a Marxist and a revolutionary, would-be revolutionary. I read a piece, I think it was in the L.A. Times, who was talking about the number of folks from his very office, from the DA's office, who either quit or are using their free time to do things like you're talking about, uh, serve as victims' advocates and help them understand the parole board hearing and that sort of thing. They've made it their, their life's passion
0: outside of their work. Well, I realize that there's a recall going on, but he is a crazy person. And how the hell did you all vote him in? Yeah.
1: What?
3: Yeah. Well, he makes a very good, well-funded uh, argument for reforming the racism the systemic racism of the legal system. We have too many people behind bars, particularly people of color. Too many dads who ought to be out with their kids. It's a good, it's a solid populist political message in a city. But then he gets in an office, and Cheso Bidin's the same. There are a bunch of them. Um, there, there's a Diana Becton in Contra, Contra Costa County, is way left. They get in office and they start enacting these turn the rapists and the murderers free laws. And they just throw the thing completely out of bounds. I mean, do we need some reforms, or do we, should we constantly scrutinize the system that allows the state to deprive citizens of their freedom? Of course we should. Absolutely we should. But these people are nuts. I mean, politically, they are so far out there. You know, if, if there's a takeaway to this, and we mentioned this earlier, uh, pay attention to district attorney races. Pay attention to attorney general in your state, whatever, because they're huge. And the way left has realized, boy, we can get a lot of change going if we elect radical DAs.
0: Some of them are ideologues like this Gascon people. I think some of them, I'm guessing in my county, it was more about that's just what my county wants and I want to get reelected. so that's which way the wind is blowing i don't actually care about victims and crime i'm just i just want to keep my job so
3: yeah like the gig oh by the way uh, summer steffen who's the uh, san diego DA is a great, great contrast to George Gascone, and she's coming out hard because they have to co-prosecute certain cases. Like they talk about this one guy who went on a robbery spree in San Diego County and then uh, murdered some people in L.A., and they were working together, and it became clear that George Gascone, he's going to remove all of the enhancements, all of the gun violations, everything from the crime. He's going to strip it down to the smallest crime he can charge. And, you know, deny the, the good people of both of those counties justice. And so, uh, Ms. Stephan is standing up and say, she said, I can no longer trust that this DA's policies will abide by, abide by the law. I need to return my cases to San Diego. Oh, blah, blah, blah. blah. A number of people are, are singing her praises. She stands in stark contrast to the Marxists. And I'm glad she's there and I'm glad she's saying what she's saying. For instance, uh, she said we have a constitution and a process where the DA is supposed to represent the interests of the people talking about uh, these parole hearings um uh what really upsets me is being the DA means having truth and integrity and what they announced is they're not going to show up because the DA has no role past the initial sentencing and that is simply false according to the law you know as jack was was explaining so uh Oh, Stefan is joined with 44 other district attorneys to sue California to stop the early release of some 76,000 felons, including convicted murderers, rapists, child molesters, uh, thanks to Gavin and George Gascone and all those other people we mentioned, Chesso Bodine. So, man, there's a real fight for the criminal justice system going on right now, especially in blue states. And, man, if it goes the wrong way, oh, it's going to be a murderer walking down every block in California. Craziness.